It's hump day replay. Hump day replay. Yeah. Let's get this in hump day replay. My favourite day of the week. <laughs> oh, oh, right. <laughs> Georgie boy. He's done it again. Hump day replay. It's hump day replay. Georgie boy here. Back with Mason and Jess once again. Hello, guys. What's happening? And we've got filmmaker, photographer, director, and official gronk of the Daily Talk Show, Hayden Dib. What's going on, guys? What's happening? Oh, not much, not much. Just, you know, classic ISO day, doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) How's your new place? You just moved house? Yeah, yeah, just moved house. I moved house like the first week of this like six-week stage four lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is quite interesting, moving stuff around while there was like no one on the streets. But um, we we actually the house has come together pretty quickly, and we're pretty much all settled in now. So, did you yeah. have removalists and stuff? No, nah, because I didn't have that much stuff. I'm quite a quite a bit of a minimalist. Bit of okay. No, I, <laughs> um, I didn't have a lot. Um, and then my I mean, I can see your bedroom, and I can see you got the festival lanyards behind you. Yeah, festival lanyards. That's it. It's a classic. And yeah, like what like one a- pillow? What is that? No, no, it's just like a whole bunch of my like stuff is like a blanket and stuff just, just shoved up against the thing. I don't make my bed. Soundproof. Who, make, who makes their bed? I don't, like, what's the Me? point? Do you really not make your bed? No, oh, I do like a I do like a really rough make and then I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to get into it at some point during the day. So, what's the point? <laughs> well, I mean, what, what I appreciate not only about uh, you not making your bed, Dib, but Jess, I mean, that throw. Yeah. Yeah, across your bed is great. That's like every every time we're on Zoom, it's always made the throws always across it. Mm-hmm. Is that just do you do you spend time laying it out like that, or is it literally just no? You just grab across? the corner, you just run it across, and then it it just falls like that. It's stunning, yeah, isn't it's it? Sometimes it flows better than others, but um, yeah, like it's a little bit wider today. Do you, you, do you use it to like do you, do you use it during the night, or do you take it off your bed when you sleep? When it's cold, I do. I'll chuck it over the top and just have an extra layer. But generally, if I'm sitting on the couch watching TV, my house is really cold, so I'll take it out there. So why don't you just leave that on the couch then? Nah, because it looks good <laughs> on the bed, and I don't. I like the couch to just be my three pillows, and that's it. Who, I mean, this is this doesn't not, not sound to be mean, but who else has been in your bedroom in the past? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like no one's really looking at it except for just you know, really people calling. on the podcast. <laughs> sex life out so thanks for that hate us it's all right that's all right <laughs> well that's that's the pushback with multiple cushions right like if you've got four pillows on your bed mm. who's sleeping with four p- pillows oh six. we saw it we had a uh you have six a, a zoom tour of josh's bedroom the other day and he's mm. i reckon josh and Bree. they've they've got at least six pillows on their on their bed it makes no sense it makes yeah. no sense at all are you I a one pillow guy dip no i sleep with two pillows but like okay I stacked them on top of each other. Do you sleep in the middle? Um, it depends. Sometimes I'm on one side. I'm all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you just buy, Mace, did you buy a weighted blanket this week? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's coming in the next two days. Yeah. Uh, Grace Grace always wanted a weighted blanket. So, we um we found a discount code and we went and bought one for a queen size bed. So it's 12, 12 kg. Does that, and it's, does that fit on your single bed though? Like, <laughs> no, nah, we've, we've, we've got a queen. It's all good. But the um, yeah, it's a it's a twelve kg blanket, and it's the charcoal color. So it's I'm I'm actually very excited. Like it's it's oh, gonna be my interesting. Got one. She like, loves it. She absolutely loves really? it. I think what? hers is like five though. Like twelve seems heavy as. What's the point of a of a weighted blanket? 
Well, I find it funny and- that Mace is getting one be- and Grace because, like, you've got each other to snuggle. Like, usually they're for, like, the singles or the people that are, yeah, sleeping alone to feel like you're kind of getting a hug. Yeah, for well, anxiety, I mean, I- isn't that the whole go? Yeah. I think so, yeah, it's it's meant to help with sleep and also there's the anxiety part of it. But I get, I get too hot in bed with any, like, I can only have the duvet, nothing else. And so, like, last night we slept with the window open. The and duvet. Then I, had the du- I had the duvet and then, like, half we the don't duvet. Mention <laughs> don't mention it. I, I had half the duvet and then Grace had, like, you know, two two blankets on top. Yeah, right. I'm shook that you had the window open. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get a blanket what? just so you know. Oh, really? Wait, what did yeah, you say? Yeah. I don't think Mace is going to enjoy the blanket. Really? If that's the way he sleeps. We'll say. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice to cuddle up with. Yeah. <laughs> um, Other than your girlfriend, but you know. Yeah. You got, you got yeah. a weighted blanket on the way, so. You need yeah. one of those big oh, pregnancy sure. pillows. Get one of those big, big corner ones. What next. about, what oh, about yeah. the ones that are like half of a, like a body, like the arm? Mm. Yeah. You can like snug on that. I bet, I bet your Jess has one of those tucked away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Far out. Hayden, can you tell us about when, how long you've been listening to the Daily Talk Show for and how you met the boys? God, I have been listening to the podcast since probably mid-2018 when I was living in London. Um, I found them through listening to Matt Vella's podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I was listening to it one day and I was like, oh. I was like, "Who are these guys?" And then it it actually turned out that I I knew Tommy before that because of his O bike video and and a few other connections that through the industry that we'd had together. Um, and I'd actually emailed them probably around the same time Mace emailed them, except Mace got Mace got the job because I was like, and I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't say I'd work for free basically, um, but um, but um, yeah. So I've known them for a couple of years and been listening. Um, since yeah, mid two thousand eighteen, since I was in London. Yeah, great. I feel like um, I feel like we all like. I, I've never actually told the story about how how I met them. So maybe I should do that. Yeah, yeah. Tell I, me. Um, how did you yeah. how did you find them? I knew of Josh like from his old podcast, Josh Speaking, and I'd heard him a few times on the radio, like when he was appeared on Hamish and Andy, and and um, <laughs> and you know, the, like Fifi and Jules and that sort of thing. And when I moved to Melbourne in 2016, I emailed Josh and just said basically like I'm new to town, uh, looking to make connections and that sort of thing. And sent him, I sent him my resume and I said, oh, by the way, I, I, I like your, I like your stuff. I was actually heaps embarrassed to, to admit that I'd listened to Josh speaking, which now knowing Josh, that's like the dumbest thing because he, he would have just loved to hear that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and we got a coffee. He emailed me back. And he's like, yeah, do you want to get a coffee the next day? And then we caught up. We had a coffee. We had a chat and stuff. And then he was like, so how did you, how did you like know of me? And I was like, oh, I mean, I actually liked your interview with Ryan Shelton on your, on your early podcast, Josh Speaking, like four years ago. And I think he, <laughs> he, he loved that. But apparently, yeah, so that was, that was in 2016. And he had never really done any work with anyone else. It was just like, just, just Josh doing his full stack films thing. Mm-hmm. And so we did a bit of work together after that. And then, then they started the podcast in 2018. 18, I think. Yeah. And um, so I was just, I guess I was listening from the start and then only just started properly working for them like six months ago. But um, mm. yeah. So, so I remember the first time you were in the, uh, I remember the first time you were in the office 
and that, and everyone was yeah. talking about it. And I was like, who, who's this bloke? Who's, who's, this yeah. bloke? who's Georgie boy? Yeah, I did a bit of stuff was- with Josh and Tommy, like, at 2017 and 18. And then when Josh mm. went overseas, I guess I got another job and we kind of just didn't have to work together very much anymore. And, and then just, yeah, reconnected at the start of the year, which was nice. But, um, yeah, yeah, a the, lot of my, a lot of my first, no go, Georgie boy. No, no, you go, you go. Put your hand up. Put your hand up. Put your hand put up. Your hand up. <laughs> no, put, put your hand up. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Mike, because my first couple of interactions was with, with the boys, because they just bought the C two hundred, which would have been around the same time I started this. Would have been end of two thousand eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have been. And I then. just remember, I remember reaching out to him, and I was like, "Hey, if you ever need a second camera or anything like that." Just let me know because I own a C200. And then um, I remember the first two times I met Josh and Tommy. So jo- Tom- Tommy picked up the C200 from me the first time. So he- I met Tommy and then Josh dropped it off to me. So I was like, I've met both of them <laughs> in the space of two days for the first time. Um, and then I was kind of in and out of the office. And then I met then I met Mace when you guys were still in, um, in Easy Street. Easy Street, so, yeah. Yeah. And then it was just... Um, and then I then I got a tattoo, so that's fun. <laughs> we will get to that. Um, so just on the on the travel thing, you were in England when you you know heard of the boys and started listening mm. to them. There's been a lot of travel talk uh, this week and the last few weeks in particular, just because you know we're in isolation and yeah, travel is not looking likely for the next year or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'll just play a little grab from from that. What's three tips to feel like you're in Europe when you're in lockdown? Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Stay hydrated. <laughs> okay. Okay. Look at the three top apps that you're using and delete them for a week. Oh. Uh, pay a euro every time you you take a piss. <laughs> just have <laughs> a little so have a, have a little box out, out the front of the toilet <laughs> and just put put a euro in. Do you know where you want to That's go? Good. For us, Tassie. Tassie. I think Tassie will be the Oh, yeah. No, we actually want to go to Tassie yeah. too. Are you a road trip kind of gal? Yeah, I love a road trip. Okay. Well, I like about road trips. Ocean Road every, every year. <laughs> Guys, would you say that I'm like, I'm not just trying to impress Jess here. I am the Great Ocean Road guy. <laughs> we impressed, <laughs> <laughs> <We> impressed Jess. <laughs> so impressed. <laughs> what's yeah, your, what's been going I'm on with your- Great Ocean Road queen. Really? I mean, you do do trips down there, what, like every, almost every year? Yeah, every October, my friend and I used to go down. It just so happened that it was October every year that I think it was a spring vibe um, that we'd go down and, yeah, stay at the backpackers there and then get lit at the pub. And it was just like a tradition. It was so much fun. I mean, I've 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 said this to Grace. I, I don't see the appeal of backpackers. No, there's not. I just no. like their shit. But I, just, no. I just don't. Like, well, no, it doesn't make sense in Australia. It's like if you're in a different country and a different city, it's a it's a a good way to like immerse yourself straight into a like like backpacker culture. But if you're mm. going to the Great Ocean Road, like stay somewhere <laughs> like nice, yeah, get <laughs> yeah, a little, yeah. little, little Airbnb. Expensive down there. That's true. Not with so Rod. It's, so it's thirty dollars a night <laughs> each, or is that the other way? One hundred and fifty or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. that's pretty crazy. I mean, Dib, you've been you've been posting on Instagram. I, I think I saw a photo of what Positano the other day. Oh, you put up. I miss Positano. It's oh, pos- how great! It's, it's Positano. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, I'll leave the pronunciation <laughs> to you. But what's what's been going through your head with all the travel stuff? Um, look, I actually think it's a nice time to kind of reflect 
on where you want to go and, you know, like moving forward, just not taking trips just because you kind of have to. Making a trip like mean something and count something because I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, I'm just going to go to Bali. And like they Mm. go to Bali, they sit in a hotel all day and they don't really travel like the right way. I don't know if there's a right or wrong way, but I feel like there is. So maybe like for me, I want to see a lot more of Australia. Um, So hopefully when we're allowed to, I'll do a lot more domestic travel and then... um, How would you do it? Get an RV? I've always wanted to like drive a like like a four-wheel drive around Australia and just like camp and find myself in like small towns everywhere and just take photos and stuff like that. So maybe that's how I'll do it. We'll see. That would be sick. Mm. What about like backpackers? Were you a big backpacker over in Europe? No, I mean, I was there for just just over nine months. Um, and I worked for Kentucky, so I stayed in a lot of like oh, really? hostels and and stuff like that. And like some Pub of them were, and stuff. No, nah, not really. Like we didn't get to like join the like every now and then we'd like we'd we'd you know have a bit of fun, but most of the time we went with the groups. We were just kind of like off to the side and and then we'd step in for a night and then we'd have to work the next day so we couldn't get too rowdy um but they were pretty like some of the the worst the worst backpackers i'd seen was we went to um it was in Latterbrunnen in switzerland and it's like this small like chateau style like building and the nightclub is called the bunker and you have to walk past the bathrooms to get to the like I'm talking like the showers and everything. Oh, literally, oh. you could see the bar from one of the showers. Oh, and it was, really? It was rank. So all of us were like, "There's no way I'm having a fucking shower." Were people showering? <laughs> oh yeah, people were like. Some people were going out, like going that night to have drinks, and some people were like not. So like, you'd be walking down the stairs, and then you'd see like guys and girls like walking back up with towels around them and and stuff like that. So you'd be going in for a night out, and they'd be going what? for a night in. Like it was, <laughs> and all the rooms had bunk beds in them. It's like it was just classic hostel, like just debauchery. Like it was bad. We had to like scour. So on the other side of this like river that ran through the campsite, there was like an actual campsite with smaller cabins and um, people where they parked their RVs and tents and stuff. But there was like a really nice lodging on the other side of the campsite where we both, where like all the crew were like, we just like went for an hour walking around this whole campsite trying to find a better shower. And we ended up finding one, (laughs) but we had to wake up at like, it's 5.30 in the morning to go to the shower on the other side of this camp. So it was like a 20-minute walk. It was Ugh. freezing fucking cold because we're in the middle of a fjord. And like yeah. it's – but like at 5.30 in the morning, this place looked fucking like gorgeous. Um, mm. But yeah, we like went into this shower. Weren't even sure if we were allowed to be using this shower because it was a different – it wasn't owned by Kentucky. But mm-hmm. even like my bosses who were like – who worked at Kentucky were like, yeah, I'm not fucking showering in this place. <laughs> so we had to like head out to those um to those other showers in the mornings. Jeez, oh, wow. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Did you have to pay for the shower? No, nah, no. Nah, we just like just went for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jess, your Instagram is um is full of travel travel photography, basically. Yeah. Um and can I just say dropped- I really appreciate yeah. that photo. That Which photo one? that went Which up one? on Hump Day Replay of you on a camel oh, in oh, Egypt right. was so great. 
Thank you. I'm looking at it now. I need to look. <laughs> at it. it worked really well with that. How was that experience? Did it um did it hurt riding on that camel? Because I've heard that it, like it actually hurts. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. Um, yeah, the yeah. seat wasn't great, and because it's such an awkward moving um animal, it kind of like yeah, just, <laughs> you're just all over the shop. You're using your stomach muscles to try and like stay on. But I was telling you, George, about how it gets um up and down. Yeah. So like it kind of like puts its front legs up to begin with or maybe it's yeah it's definitely it's front and then it pushes itself up and then it's back one so then it goes all the way down so it's kind of like like you actually have to hold on to get on back uh, up so when you um, compare it to a horse like r- riding have, have you ridden a horse before i have I feel yeah. like you would have yeah. so what's what's the comparison like there well the horse you it's standing up when you get on and it's kind of just yeah. like a jolt like you're just up and down like the camel's got like these big four things it's like moving oh. around what about um, getting off? Does it do the same thing, like kneel down yeah. on its front elbows or yeah. whatever? Yeah. I feel oh, like if God. you're not holding on properly, you'll definitely tumble forward. Um, but the good thing about a camel is is that it has a wide back. <laughs> so, like, I got to stand up on it. There's another There's photo. Quote. I- so many really? innuendos in this, in this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's photos of me standing up on it and kind of just, like, posing. So, the guy that um, – Where are those photos? Why are we looking at this boring photo of you sitting on it? We want standing. <laughs> There's yeah, a video of me because I wanted to show you all of the camels in um, that uh, yeah. photo. It and was the pyramids. And pyramids it was a good one the pyramids, yeah. Um, there's a video of me which I found when I was finding that for you. Um, <laughs> this guy that was leading my camel um, was like, give me a phone, give me a phone. I'll, like, you should go for a run. I was like... Oh, I don't really want to. It's okay. Like I'm happy just kind of waddling along. He's like, nah, take it for a run. So I had to uh, give him my phone and then this camel just started bolting and it's like it oh, doesn't no. even look like it's going that fast but it felt <laughs> fast at the time. I remember thinking, what the fuck am I doing? I'm on this weird-ass camel and the person's not there with me anymore like holding the, the rope. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they let I, I the mean, rope go and the, and the camel just bolted? But yeah. no one was actually on. running with I it. I think I had the rope in my hand. We can oh, put it up God. on the hump we'll day. Um, we'll put it up on the hump yeah. day. <laughs> just go, how about we just go only hump uh, camel mm. photos? <laughs> idea. I stood on its hump poor photos. hump. How sad is that? Yeah, you I mean, what? that's sort of like elephant vibes, isn't it? You can't – Can you? I, I feel like standing on them now is just similar <laughs> to sitting on top of an elephant. <laughs> Josh, yeah, tells that, would... yeah. Josh tells that story about when he, um, he did a presentation at school uh, that went for like 45 minutes and at the end of it he showed a photo – of him on an elephant <laughs> in Thailand. I spoke for 45 and I knew that I'd gone too far. When I, it was a, I had a keynote presentation and there was a point where I had a photo of me on an elephant from a fo- like a holiday that I just went to Thailand. Oh, and no. I was like, guys. That was me? This, this could be you. This, like, you know, live, dream big, you know, enjoy the next year and maybe you might be doing something that's a little bit questionable in some sort of southeast country. <laughs> like that success. That's great. That's what Jeff needs to do now is just show that photo at the end of every presentation you ever give. And this could be you. This could be you if you go to Egypt. Um, just on your social, your Instagram, Jess, you this week uh, had this to say. I, I like to see how many followers Jess is. Like I want to sort of get a sense of like how much Jess has grown. And I see that the post that I did for her that I crafted – has been taken down. Oh, jeez. Really? It has. 
it sort of feels like you're sort of trying to remove history or it's like you don't want to be associated with this or you just I, tell I, us what's your thinking yeah. what is your thinking behind that <laughs> I um so just so everyone else knows I haven't posted since the 18th of August last year which brings us to today mm-hmm. today we're recording on the 18th of August 2020 so it's been a whole year what what are you going to do <laughs> what's the plan but do you know what um what I was thinking was along the lines of what you were saying, Hayden, before, which I found really interesting, I wanted to get all of my travel photos. So when I first moved to um, London when I was uh, 18 and then go through each of the different countries and start re-uploading because Instagram and like smartphones and stuff weren't actually a thing when I was traveling initially. So that's how old I am. Um <laughs> So I want to upload it and all of my really good photos from when I did Europe the first time, they're not on my Instagram. So I was thinking mm. I'd do that. But I have i don't know what's happened, but my photos, I think I've deleted them, which oh, I'm just no, really no. devastated about. So I've got – I was on the phone to Josh Facebook? on the weekend. Oh, some are, but not all of them. See mm. this weird-looking thing? Hang on, get it up. This is a hard drive. Oh, my God. So you've got – So I had to oh, that's, strip it. That's an long- internal – this is That's an internal gone. hard drive from a laptop by the looks of it or a computer. No, gone. this is the actual hard drive. But then I have this one, which was from an old computer that I have that's in a weird another case. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I've deleted them. I don't – unless I can get into these two things which aren't working because I transferred them all off that onto another hard drive and they're not on that hard drive anymore. But I'm hoping they're still on one of those. Oh, oh God! Well, so anyway, I'm really devastated. And my plans. Bit of data to recovery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that what your your Instagram is going to be? Purely old travel photos. Well, that was the plan, but I'm open to suggestions. I mean, um, Dib, you you're. I feel like you're real great on Instagram. Like you've got you got your travel photos, you've got your food photos, real high qual. What do you reckon? Some suggestion suggestions would be for Jess. Um, I what I think you should do is set up a little green screen somewhere in your house and you recreate every place you ever went to, yeah, but on a green screen and that becomes your (laughs) thing on Instagram. And during ISO, you have like (laughs) this travel series of you traveling during ISO from your bedroom. That's a great idea. Okay. Because that would mean that I can, yeah, redo the photos that I've lost. Exactly. And great. you can make them look... Better now that it's in the future and the technology is better. <laughs> so funny. So, okay, two issues there. One, mm-hmm. where do I get a green screen from? And two, how do I get the background, me on the background? Um, uh, you could just get it like a green piece of paper. Yep. That'll do. And you can just start, kind of blue tack it to your wall. To a wall? You get a massive one. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then set up a camera. Take a photo of yourself on the green and then it's just a simple key. Just key out the green, put in your background. Very easy. Okay. All right. It'll look great. It'll look <laughs> it'll look really pro. <laughs> hey Doss, I've got a few photos of you and I when we went out that night in London. Oh Were you yes, guys I, in London together. I, I found them yeah. the other day and I was like, fuck, I completely forgot that because you came did you meet me at Pop Brixton? Was that yeah. where we hung out? Yeah. yeah. Um I and remember that guy? That. Which guy? Which guy? So, so, um, so there was this guy. So I, I lived in London straight out of high school uh, for two years, and I worked at the London Eye, and um, so I made a, a whole bunch of friends there. 
and so weird. So when I met um, Hados at Pop, this guy came up to me and he was like, Jess? And I was like, I looked at him. Oh, and he, yes, I remember he that. He yeah, trimmed yeah. up a bit. So I was like, I didn't really recognize him straight off the bat. And I was like, oh, my God, I still forget his name. And remember, like he, was like, he was like, do you want like to come Tom. back to mine? I was like. Oh, yeah, he was like no. very he was like very oh. forward straight away. And I yeah. was like. Really? He's like, like he gave me a backhanded compliment. He's like, he, he's like, oh, you've gotten better looking with age or something like that. I was like. Well, didn't um, we end up going to? Didn't we end up going to that pub? Because it was around the same time that the World Cup was on, wasn't it? Yeah, you didn't, came didn't we with go, my friend. Yeah, yeah, and we were like, and, we finished the night singing, um, "Football's coming home." Oh, like, oh, yeah, dirty <laughs> English pub. In uh, where was it? it was in, we were getting like um, people throwing beers in the air. Like we were, uh, I was, was filthy. That, that would have been crazy. We, it was so, so much fun in England during the World Cup. And oh, were, it was. It was they pretty got knocked insane. out in like the semis or something, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and they, they it make was it against Croatia. Far. And that's Croatia. what we watched. It was just like the biggest match. Like everyone was going crazy because they thought they were going to make it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's where was- that like that meme comes from, isn't it? Wasn't that a British pub? You know how there's like the meme of like the huge crowd in the pub and the screen that they change out and then the, the crowd just goes crazy? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was England. All I know is all I know that like during the World Cup, it was like the best time to be in England because it was oh, like so good. regardless of whether England lost or won, like it was the first time they'd like gotten that far in a long time. Mm. So just every single person was just like so excited and yeah. like every game was just like London was just lit up. It was like the best time to be in London. God. Oh, so good. Mm. It's like it feels like that that seems so foreign now that you can yeah. just have packed pubs. Packed stadiums. I just remember being like this, like tight. Like, yeah. You'd be like smoking a cigarette and you'd just be blowing it to someone else. Like, like, in the, <laughs> like inside a pub. It was fucking like, it was insane. Yeah. And then so they guys- like moved outside and they were like climbing the poles and everything. Oh, oh my God. Pubs were just like Jesus. onto the street. Like cars couldn't get through pubs, like streets where the pubs are on the corner because there was that many people on the street. Yeah. That's how, crazy. How hard was it to like buy beers and stuff? Did you have to? Oh, it, it took pretty much took impossible. For, it took forever. Actually, that's funny. The first when I was watching the semi-final game, the one that um, England lost, um, I was in. I was in the line to buy a beer, and when I was in the line, England scored their first goal, <laughs> and I just remember like I think about four people in line who just bought a beer lost their beer because they just like. Fucking yeah. like, lost it. And the just went up and down. I was just drenched in alcohol. And just like, I'm, I don't like, they'd scored a goal before I'd even had my first beer. And it was just like in insanity. So it took forever to get alcohol during the World Cup because mm. everyone was kept throwing their beer up and you needed to get another one. <laughs> Seems like All a right. waste of beer, doesn't it? And like, fuck cleaning that up. Like, oh, jugs. Oh, real sticky floor. Oh, yeah. Sticky everything. Sticky everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Hayden, you've said that if you weren't a photographer or a filmmaker, you'd be a chef. Yes. And you're always posting like great shots on Instagram. You've got mm. you know, amazing food. So I think it's time for a game. Yeah. I'd love and, to play a game. All right. You're going to love this game. It's called Sounds of the Kitchen mm-hmm. and it's got its own opener. Love it. Sounds of Sounds the Kitchen. That was a shorter opener because I got a bit of feedback last week from uh, from Tony oh, that sorry. my openers are too long. So I think that was too short. We, I think can that we was too hear short. it again, please? Can we hear, can we hear the hear longer one? Okay, sure. Can we hear the longer one? 
No, just play the short one again. <laughs> Sounds of the kitchen. <laughs> so Hayden, you've the um, tongue clamps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was actually a knife. That was knife sharpening. It was a knife. And sharpener. what else? Yeah, it was a knife sharpener. Uh, exactly. Knife sharpener. Yeah. And the gas. Uh, yeah. Igniter. Oh, is that oh, the clicky thing? Sh- 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 the game. It's very easy. Really good game. <laughs> I've made something, right? Yep. And I've recorded the sounds of the ingredients that go into whatever I've made. Yeah. So part one of the game is I'll play out an ingredient mm-hmm. and me preparing it. And mm-hmm. you have to guess. You, you can all play. Okay. You can guess one by one what you think the ingredient is. And then at the end, after you've guessed all the ingredients, you have to guess what I made. You've made. Okay, great. Okay. So ready for sound number one? Go yep. for it. Oh. That, whoosh, that whoosh wasn't part of it, but it was just, you know. I was like, what are you, playing Fruit Ninja in your kitchen? Yes, <laughs> it's a little bit distracting. Do you want can to play we, it again? Can we hear it one more time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. All right, ready? I think I feel like you're cutting like lettuce or a cabbage mm-hmm. or something like that. I want to say I mean, an onion because of the crispiness at the start. That's its oh, shell. Oh, it might be the skin right. of an onion. onion. Is yeah. So this, so this was my thing. It sounded like there was some sort of wrapping coming yep. off it at the start, mm-hmm. and then the cut happened. And mm-hmm. Jess, I think you're right because that sounds like you're taking the skin of the onion off. Mm-hmm. It's a great guess, and you're very close. It was actually crushing sure garlic. Oh. Garlic. Oh. So unlucky. But, okay. yeah. I mean, the chopping <laughs> has thrown me with that because usually, like, I just use one of those things that, like, microplanes. Yeah. A oh, a crusher. Garlic crusher. A microplane is like a, it's like a small, a little, yeah, a I, little um, great, greater thing. Yeah. I just crushed it with the knife and then, and then cut it up a little bit. Real great. Okay. Right. So Sound number two. Garlic. First one's garlic. Sound number two. Onion. <laughs> you're cutting onion. Onion. I feel like I feel like you're gonna yeah. you're ma- I feel like you're slowly making a pasta. So um, <laughs> <laughs> because pasta uh, bec- right. because because of your pasta maker and all uh, all your background with that, I feel like we're heading. In that direction. <laughs> okay, okay. Pl- play one more play time. Play again. What does that sound like? Do you think it's- that would sound that would be onion or? What is, it's got great, like, it sounds like when you're coming back from cutting through the what, the object, whatever you've cut through, the way back, the slice on the board is very mm-hmm. prominent. Is it yeah. carrots? I'm going to say capsicum. Capsicum? Jess, you're very close. Oh. It was a chili, but it was a massive oh. chili. It was almost, it was so big. So I'll, I'll give you that one. That's a, oh, sorry, <laughs> I told you, I, I queen of fruit. Pause. Queen of food. This is great. Okay, so you've done right. garlic and a big chili. Yeah. All right, sound number three. They all sound exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying onion until I get it right. Onion. Yeah, you've got no, it. That, that was, was onion. Was that onion? Garlic. Was yeah. it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, garlic, onion, and chili. Yeah, is this the really last well ingredient? So, so we're definitely making no, there's, pasta. There's a uh, there's five more. <laughs> <laughs> there's five more. 
<laughs> well, they're not all ingredients. They're actually cooking techniques as well, maybe. Okay. Oh. All right. So, so cutting three times. <laughs> yeah, cutting. <laughs> all right. Three cuts. All right. Sound number four. Ah, oh, grating. Grating something. It's grating, grating a carrot. carrot. Yeah. You've got it. All right. It's a bit premature there. Nah, no, we well done. It. Well done. All right, next one. Sound number five. Classic Jess. You're that's frying the, that garlic, onion, garlic and chili. That's the garlic is in, in the pan with a bit of olive oil. Ooh. You've absolutely nailed it, although there was bay leaves in there as well. Okay. How, how are we supposed <laughs> to know that, George? <laughs> well, okay, well, here we go. silent thing. But that's the great thing about the <laughs> bay leaf silent. clue. It means it's it's going to be... Uh, could oh, yeah, it be... Cu- it's gonna, you might have given away because I, re- I reckon it's going to be a curry. Okay. Keep it's that. a... It's a pasta sauce. You don't you don't put bay leaves in pasta sauce. <laughs> yes, you do. You put them in a bolognese. Do you? Yep. Who knows? Okay, I thought I, I would do that with basil. I feel like bay leaves. Okay. Anyway, right. next put one. basil. Put basil at the end, mate. <laughs> sound number six. Now listen carefully with this one, okay? It's gonna sound like cutting. No. <laughs> now, do you want to hear it again? Did you open yeah. a can of tomatoes? No, not yet. Yeah, just in the middle of all of this cooking, quite, he's quite. just doing bubble yeah. wrap. <laughs> right. Okay, let's hear it one more time. Hear it again. You're opening You're up right. minced meat. You've nailed it. It was pork mince, to be exact. Oh shit! What is he making? Bolognese. Is <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a. I have a hunch. But okay. should I reveal or no? Yeah, yeah, reveal your hunch. I'm gonna say it's um chili chili beef or chili beef. Or chili con carne. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's cool. Okay. Chili. Let's see. Let's see. Let's well, let's more, see. Of a Josh, more of a Josh and Bree thing to make. But. Yep. Okay, next one. Alright. Down number seven. Can of tomatoes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the can of tomatoes. Great. Great. And Dib, the final you are sound. great at this. Here we go. You're really good. You're really good. Final sound. Washing up? <laughs> so you're in the bathroom. Did you, did you put hot water in the can and then put it in the pan? No, it hey. is too... S- I mean, oh. kind of. That was it. I'm just staring it around. I poured the tomatoes in and I'm just staring it with a bit okay. of water. Yeah, with a bit of water. So I'm bloody impressed. Just give me two seconds so I can um, get the applause ready, but well done. It is a pasta. You absolutely nailed it. What's your final guess, Dib? It's a bolognese. Yeah. A pork yeah, he's bolognese. Got he's, a- <laughs> he's got it. That's solid. I mean, uh, definitely you- not halal, but um, <laughs> I approve. What do you think about the game? Should it be a weekly thing or? I think you need to be a lot more specific with the sounds because, like, five of them sounded like cutting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think garlic being cut is a specific sound. <laughs> sounds of the kitchen. Hayden, you yeah. do you direct much fiction or is it mainly just documentaries and that sort of thing? At the moment, it's a lot of, like, music live sessions. Um, mm-hmm. um, haven't done a lot of, of, of like, narrative work. But yeah. yeah, a lot of it's just like, like 
trying to get a crew organized for a live stream and the live streams we've been doing with baked over the past like six months have been on quite a large scale so they've required like one of them had a choir um and then we had like it was like eight choir we got a mu- we got like a music director like yeah, i watched that, that one the, the tyne one yeah that's right yeah the setup I was, really was so happy good with that. yeah how'd you get the lighting coming through the windows like that just blast them no, that, that was natural light. That was timing. That was nat- that was natural light. So we just had we really? knew my DP on the day, uh, Matt. He um, he kind of knew what time he wanted to be shooting, so we stuck to a timeline because he knew just based on on where the clouds were and where the sun was in the sky that we were going to get an hour and forty minutes of light coming through those windows. It was probably going to vary, but we just made sure that we were ready to go when that light was pumping through those windows. So. So, far out. It looks great. I mean, as far as like pre-production and and screenwriting and that sort of thing goes, Josh has been super interested in screenwriting this last couple of weeks. So here's a little compilation of the times he's talked about it. I was doing that masterclass on screenwriting, the screenwriting masterclass, masterclass on screenwriting, having watched the masterclass and just seeing people have a crack and the guy who takes it Aaron Sorkin the thing with Aaron Sorkin's writing they're very dialogue heavy dialogue 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 so it's all like it's called drafts it has changed my life this weekend I've got a mechanical keyboard the sound of it is the selling point tactile keys they sound fucking annoying and you sound like the exact guy who buys one (laughs) so I get it it makes a lot of sense if you want to be part of the screenwriting club Email me, hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Yes. It's just with GB and I. You have to submit yeah. a piece of writing. Mm. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just us at, it's just us at the moment. And I haven't actually written anything, but I'm, I'm pumped about it. Are you, are you into screenwriting at all? I suck at screenwriting. I like, to, I like to take someone else's ideas and work with them on it because I just can't, I can't write. Like I have ideas and I'll explain it to a writer. And then hopefully they understand me. Um, but yeah, I just, I can't fucking, I suck at screenwriting. I find it so hard. What's so the what, hard bit? Like like putting it on the page. <laughs> <laughs> well, get a tactile keyboard, that'll do. Yeah, I don't think that's going to change anything, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, yeah. so when, when, you're, when you're doing like the, um, I mean, it's not, it's not screenwriting, but it's sort of like you're working out the fundament fundamentals of a of a video or mm. sort of like the flow of the video where are you storing that or what are you writing that down on um it just depends like most of the time i'm using like notion mm. um and then i'm using just like notes on on the ipad and stuff like that or i'll i'll take something that someone's written and i'll bring it into like notability on the ipad and because i got the pen i can go in and like mark stuff and Mm. And oh, that's cool. Make notations and stuff like that. So that that's really good. But a lot of the time, it's just when it comes to like something like a live session, there isn't a lot of, there's obviously not a lot of scripts. So it is a lot of pre-production, but it's a lot of like tactile stuff, like who's going to be there on the day, what's happening. So mainly we're just working in call sheets and shot lists. Um, and I yeah. find those a lot easier to like kind of help portray whatever. Any I'm storyboarding to. and stuff? Uh, it depends on the type of live session we're doing. So we did one with Coastal Blackouts, um, uh, Rolling Coastal Blackouts, Coastal Fever. I don't know. Their name is so confusing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we knew that we wanted to do something slightly different. So we actually did a bit of a shot list and storyboard for that because we knew that we wanted to shoot 
um, we shot the song about eight, nine times. Um, and that kind of, and then we bring it all together with one single track at the end. Um, and that helped us storyboarding because to help portray it to the art directors and stuff like that, it, I need a visual medium mm. for them to go off. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow. And when it comes to things like, I mean, you're, you're around like playing on the guitar and all that sort of stuff. Are you writing any songs? Like your, your bro, Dan, he's, he's into his writing, just like raps and stuff. Yeah. My, I don't write at all. Like, this is the thing. I can't even write a song. Like the most <laughs> writing I'll do is I'll go live on Instagram and like make up country songs, like on the spot. Um, <laughs> but it's nothing special. Whereas my brother's been writing um, music now for almost like seven years. So he is just like tuned into doing that and he's so equipped with the process. Whereas mm-hmm. I just like, like I couldn't, fuck, I couldn't string together a paragraph about what I'm doing tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're quite in, in like, would you say you're involved with the music scene in Melbourne? Like, I you know, a fair few musicians. Most, I think yeah. more than most. I, I grew up with a lot of musicians and being a musician myself, I tend to like, gravitate towards other musicians mm. and, and what they do so so yeah um, i'd say i'm i'm more involved than most i got a message actually show. recently from someone who knew you yeah louis 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 <laughs> louis can't say his last name Cal. he was on the voice oh louis, louis. Ca- um capaldi <laughs> cavalli actually i emailed him yesterday yeah. yeah he's actually my brother's on one of his tracks coming out soon oh great what yeah, did he message so you about he actually messaged me saying like, oh man, I'm loving the daily talk show stuff. And like, and I know Hayden. No did, shit. <laughs> happens a lot. A lot of people know. <laughs> it's a good little oh, flex. That's, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I mean, yeah. I'm Lebanese as well. So, so that kind of helps spread the, spread the word. Um, but yeah, I love your Instagram songs when you play live on Instagram and stuff like that. I've tuned in a few times and requested a couple. Um, mm-hmm. Always usually, Pete Murray. Always Pete Murray. <laughs> yep. And that actually brings us to another snippet here, which I'll play now. For me, Pete Murray's track Opportunity, I have been playing nonstop all week and I'd love for him to do it live on the show one day. Pete Murray is in the building. If you want to hear a song, I think there was you guys want to hear a song or something. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. Uh, I'll give you two choices. I can play Feeler or I can play Opportunity. Opportunity, please. Hold on, now your exit's waiting just for you. Don't pass too long, it's fading. Season not too soon. Sing Harmonies anytime, guys. Maybe you want to come in. I was waiting for this permission. <laughs> that was a nice moment. That was, uh, it, was. it was a very nice Pete, moment. Pete Murray live during our 24 hour show. Um, but that whole idea came from, I mean, as you heard, Josh talked about how he plays Pete Murray all the time and he'd love for him to do it live on the show one day. I guess that was like my first bit of producing on the show, first and only. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when Josh said that, I didn't actually think much of it. And then I put it in a hump day replay video like the next week. And the only reason I did that was because you played it on Instagram or you sent it around on, on Facebook or something like that. I can't and, I um, don't even remember doing it. I'd played it so many times on Instagram. <laughs> I know. So if you didn't do that, Hayden, we you know, 
We it wouldn't have happened. Have <laughs> I mean, you could take full credit. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so when you when you when you play those songs, like you're, yeah. you you want Insta stories, how do you know like the chords and things? Like, are you reading that off a doc, or is that literally in your head and you just? I've been playing for like 15 years. So like that one of Pete Murray's that that song by Pete Murray, I've known for ages. Like, and sometimes I have to like refresh my memory and I'll go check out the chords. But most of the time, I'm either just like it takes me like 10 minutes to kind of work out what it, what it is. Uh, but if it's a new song, I have to like obviously do my research. I can only work out so much from the uh, from listening. So yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Mm. What about like when you're working? What do you listen to? Um, it depends. I am a massive country music fan. Like, like really? Oh, like massive country music. Like people think I'm joking. Who's your I favorite country music artist? Luke Bryan. Okay. No, no, sorry. No, Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. <laughs> Jess was quick. Jess picked what'd up you say, on that. What did you say, Jess? I said Shania Twain. <laughs> Shania Twain. <laughs> uh, I was just Not hoping you say Nicole Kidman's husband. What's his name again? Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith, Keith yeah, Urban. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, love country music. What about that song? It's like, I'm going to take my horse oh. to the... Oh, yeah, little Naz. That's not really country, though. Yes, so, I'm is. a little bit... No, it's it's not really. <laughs> Just because it's got Did Billy it? Ray Cyrus in it doesn't mean it's country. <laughs> didn't he Didn't he write that song, like, download a, a, a preset, like a sample pack online or something for, like, 19 bucks? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, he, that's the, what happened. The way, he, the way that song became so big is really interesting. He, like, is, like, really well-equipped in, like, SEO and stuff like that. So, he did some really cool stuff to make it go viral. There's like a whole video on it on YouTube, him talking about like he made that song to go viral and then did all really? the things you need to do to make it go viral. And, and like what? What, the, do, what do you have to do? I have, I, it was through SoundCloud and Instagram and at the time I think Musical.ly, um, which is now TikTok. So he was like, he was very like on it when it came to getting that song. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's Imagine so that. So what do you love about country music then? It's just Can't explain like, it. it's just got heart. It's got soul. It's the just, twang. It's the it's twang, so, isn't it? It's, yeah. And it's also just so simple. They're not singing about, they're not like, there's no hidden messages. They're singing about trucks. They're singing about beer. <laughs> and they're singing about girls <laughs> in Daisy Dukes. That is it. <laughs> there's no hidden messages. It's just, it's straight to the point, And that's why I love it. What are, so when like you've you've got all your lanyards there from like festivals and stuff? Yeah. Are there any? Are you going to like country festivals? Is that a thing? Never been to a country festival. Uh, surprisingly okay. enough, there's not a lot that happens in Melbourne. So, um, <laughs> country music isn't too big. A lot of the country music I listen to is like American country. So, okay. none of those artists yeah, so are touring wh- Melbourne anytime soon. <laughs> what are you doing at the music festivals? Are you shooting? Yeah. So a lot of the times I'm either in the photography team. Or I'm on the video team. Um, actually, you know what? Let me just grab. I'll grab the lanyards. Give me one sec. Okay, great. Okay, great. I mean, he he does have so many of them. It's yeah. actually outrageous. I should I get tell you about the Port Fairy Folk Festival because there's country music there. Really? Yeah, and really? it's I, the time of my life. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, you've I got forget, heaps. I forget. So we've got. Um, oh, this splendor. That's the Red Room with um, Rita Ora and Rudimental. I've Nova got, Red Room. Um, yep. And then I've got St. Kilda Festival, Brunswick Music Festival. That was no idea. That <laughs> Splendor in the Grass. Had a, that's the day I met Bernard Fanning. Which really? Was, yes. Like, yep. Um, a lot of like local, like different, like 
individual artists. Um, look at that mugshot. <laughs> oh my! Can't believe they let that bloke into the stadium. Um, and then I, this is from when I was in London. I got to go to the Chelsea Football Club. Yeah, oh, that's right. Pass. Um, Star Wars premiere. I'm trying to find my favorite one would be have to be. Um, and there's so many there. Beyond ridiculous. the Valley. Beyond the Valley's ones that I'm super proud of because I was like working with the video team and the photography team. And then obviously I've got Ability Fest which I was the head of video production for that one as well. So Yeah, yeah. so cool. I, I can't believe we – we I, I was involved with festivals heaps back in mm. 20 – pretty much from 2014 to 2018, I reckon, 2019. That was probably when I was most involved as well. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't run into each other. Yeah, I'm surprised. I was more, maybe- I was more doing like the – techno ones like <laughs> and stuff i mean maybe we did we just never like we didn't you know we didn't have yeah. a reason to look out for each other at, at that time so rainbow serpent do you ever go to rainbow serpent i got offered once and i was like they were like i can give you a free ticket but it's not paid i was like i can't put myself through that for no money that's that's, classic. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's pretty much how they pay everyone yeah <laughs> oh it's yeah that's no, free free ticket it's like tickets ticket. like 300 dollars, and you're working like 12 hours a day. <laughs> and you get to days. sleep in a tent and sweat your ass off for fucking three days. <laughs> yeah. 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 It doesn't sound appealing. Um, yeah, it doesn't. It's, I mean, Mace, you haven't been to any festivals. You keen to go to when they back mm. open, would you go? Mm, nah. I don't yes, know. We should take, we should all take him. I'll be your, like, Look. your Sherman, whatever I need to be. We'll do a bunch of drugs. <laughs> You'll love it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I actually, I, actually, I, do, I don't understand the appeal. Like, I, I, I couldn't think of anything worse than the music that's played. Don't even know anyone who's there. You know, like the artists playing, yeah. never heard of them. People, you know, it's all dusty. You're nah, camping in tents. Like Would you're, you, you're like- shitting in portaloos. Like it's, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> It's it's all about the, the stories that you come back with, Mace. It's like I remember the first first festival I ever went to was Beyond the Valley. I was working, fresh 18, first festival. I it was just debaucherous. Like I didn't shower for four days. Oh, it was 40 degrees. Yeah. It was oh. dust and I'd wake up every morning and my tent would be all like the condensation would just drench me. There was like a helicopter flying out at like 8 a.m. because someone had overdosed. Like, it was just like, oh. it's such a, you come back with very good stories. I choose. <laughs> no, nah, Mace, don't yeah. go. The, Mace, I hate festivals. You're not into like me, either, Jess. I lo- live music is one of my favorite things to do ever, um, but really? more so gigs and like more chill festivals. So, like the Port Ferry Folk Festival, which I mentioned before. Mm. It's just chill. Like you're not up against different people. I just hate mm. when people touch me. Like I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so why I, I like being in the pit. pit. Yeah. I can't do crowds. No. I'm just like, since I've started getting like AAA passes and stuff, I just cannot go into a mosh pit or go to a gig unless I'm shooting it. Like yeah. it's really bad. So the uh, other, I also don't like that you can't spoil. escape. Like you can't just run <laughs> anywhere. Like, you know, get away from things. Yeah. So yeah. It's like a, it's just, you feel trapped. And it's so, so easy to lose yeah, everyone too. Go yeah. to day festivals, uh-huh. Mace. Not, not like three day, like not camping festivals. They're the fucking, they're they're the ones that you need to watch out for. I mean, Bur- anyway, Burning more. Man's going digital this year. They like, I, I read, I read an article. They just the, didn't they already do it? Like yesterday or the day before? 
I don't know. Is it happening Why now? Why would they do it on Monday? Yeah, because my housemate's been to oh, Burning yeah. Man and she spent the whole day watching like the, the digital Burning Man and it and yeah, like I didn't see her all day. It's it's a whole it was a whole like virtual experience. Like it was meant to be like real dialed in in terms of like the tech and stuff they were using. There's been a lot of like yeah. live shows on TikTok and stuff. Like the weekend oh, yeah. did a live show on TikTok, which is like insane and like he was performing. How does that then, work? How long can a TikTok video go for? Uh, it might, it? They was, might have opened it up just yeah, for him. They, they open it up for certain people. Also, like there's 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 been so much stuff on like Fortnite, like artists and stuff doing actual live shows and live Fortnite, performances yeah. in in the game in Fortnite. I mean, they're not actually outrageous. doing really? a live performance, but it's pretty crazy, like how yeah. they do it. That's outrageous. Mm. Yeah, right. Well, the other thing that's crazy, Hayden, is uh, you getting a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Of the Daily Talk Show logo. Can't have me on the pod and not Which, talk about uh, that. <laughs> no, just, <laughs> just before we finish up, I think it's, uh, it's you know, we need to talk about this. It's on the back of my arm. Well, I thought they were going forearm. No. Off stage. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, here we go. No, I'm really no, honest. Let's have a look. Right. Here we go. And when Do you me, see here, it, here, you need is all gonna be, Is there going to be glad wrap? No, no, I got to take the glad wrap. Okay, here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than it. Oh, my goodness. That's huge. Yeah. It actually that, took 35 minutes just to shave me. That is. <laughs> <laughs> what a joker. It's <laughs> a joker. How, how, how's no, it feeling? That's, that's awesome. That's oh, good. <laughs> I don't. The best part, I got it in somewhere where I can't see it and, and, and you know, remember that decision I had to make. Um, there it is. It's solid. Yeah, it like it's great. It's, it's a it's a, bi- it's a big tattoo. It's fucking ma- like it's so much bigger because what happened was on the day when we were getting it, because the logo is like so like everything's so close together, to get it smaller would have been harder to like show oh, for the text and stuff for the text. Uh-huh. So we had to go bigger. Um, but I'm glad I got it somewhere where I don't have to see it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can have I ask? Any- yeah. Sorry, Mace. Go for it, Jess. Do you regret it? No, I don't regret it. I think, like, if I regret that tattoo, I have to regret all of my tattoos because it's like, in the moment, what did that tattoo allow me to experience? It was like I got to, you know, spend time with like good friends and and it be part of something a bit bigger. So I don't regret it at all. It's just like that's why I got it on the back of my arm. So I don't, <laughs> I don't even have no, the chance great. to look at it and regret it. So, <laughs> yeah. do you have any regrettable yeah. tattoos, Jess, or any tattoos? I don't have any tattoos because I'm. I will regret them. Really? <laughs> you won't. This is a massive like, misconce- um, misconception about tattoos. You won't regret them, and if nah, you want, just get it lasered off. It's like not a big well, deal. Do you know anyone nah, who's had that know. done? I know a few people. My mum apparently it kills. Uh, yeah. Well, no. What happened was my mum was getting a tattoo, and the tattoo artist fell asleep <gasps> while what? doing the tattoo, and she didn't realize, and then she like. Like, she had to wake him up. But she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" So he, she had to go to another tattoo artist and get something bigger over the top of it to cover oh it up. God. Like it was oh, pretty fucked no. up. Yeah. Wait, wait how ridiculous. did he fall asleep? Was he like, yeah. what's that word? It's like narcolepsy or something. Is that right? Nothing's all right. I have no, I have no idea. But my mom's like, he, he was falling asleep. asleep while I was doing. That's weird. That's unbelievable. No, no I think he was just tired. <laughs> he was tired. <laughs> big day, big day, big night. I mean, we we it was big day. We we've had like the discussion around getting the daily talk show tattoo. I I said I'd get it after ten years. 
and it, and not not to the extent that you've done dib but, but i reckon i don't know i don't know where i'd get it potentially like the like the forearm or something like that or potentially like the ankle but a small i don't know well, something get, it, to, get it as a tram stamp get it as a, a tram stamp a, a yeah. celebration of the show just like something that's like a nice little it could be like on the bicep just like here mm. i think yeah. that'd be that'd be nice i would like definitely little, do that what about a big I'll do one for hump day. I'll do one for hump day. Really? Just, you know, you just got to let yeah, me great. know when and, and when I'm allowed to and you pay for it. Episode 500. It. Episode 500 where you do one. <laughs> episode 500. I'll do one for every single Ten show years. the big big media company does that hits 500. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, that's Ooh, good. Okay. Right. That. Okay. <laughs> that's <funny. laughs> we'll have to let Tony and Tully know as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait, what would George's hump day logo be? Just my head. Would he get his face? (laughs) I'd get the mustache and the teeth. Just like, just just that part. Smiling, okay. Yeah. I'd get it on the back of my head. So, when I grow hair and you shave it off, it's just George's face. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Are you bald at the moment? I am. I just shaved my head today. Yeah. looks great. You've got a great shaved head. Yeah. I was looking pretty ragged <laughs> for a while. <laughs> is it just uh, see? Uh, this is what is it? What sort of shaver is? Are you using a? Is there any guard on that, or are you just? No, just a clipper, just going straight off. Okay, same one you'd use on your beard. Yeah, and then I add like the little like <laughs> height adjustment, and then I just trim my beard. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, mate, jealous, jealous <laughs> of your hair growing abilities. Mustache is glorious. I know you have great hair. No, but facial. Oh, yeah. oh but terrible! You've got where it matters. That mustache is uh, yeah, I solid. <laughs> the mo is great. The mo is great. Nah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Defining feature. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hayden, thanks so much for coming on Hump Day no Replay today. Um, you know, we you just you've helped out with big media companies so much over the last couple of years in the Daily Talk Show. You you were there at the bleaching, the bleaching. I was. I've, I've been there. A live show. You've done yeah. a lot. And you've got a got tattoo. Got the tattoo. And, you know, you've introduced us to some great people like Jess. Yeah, so. Jess. Jess still owes me my bonus My bonus for <laughs> getting her a job. Finder's fee. Oh, Finder's yeah. fee. I feel like that's, that's, you're going to have to take that out with Josh and tell me. I will. I will. If I have to come on the show and, and, and just blast you because <laughs> I need that I need that my money. finder's fee. I need that finder's fee. <laughs> like today, actually. I'm pretty broke. <laughs> Photographers aren't allowed to work. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a downer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Love ending a podcast on a downer. Yeah, good, a good downer. way to end. <laughs> yeah, good way to end it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, you're right, we'll just Thanks, mate. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Find Hayden at uh, on Instagram at Hayden Dib, and you can follow Hump Day Replay on Instagram too. Catch you later, guys. 